to Alim's podcast where we talk about cryptocurrencies, politics, new tech, and more. Alright, I hate doing those intros, man. So, today is a 20-minute Tuesday. If you're new here, it's definitely one of our shorter episodes. Right now, we only do 20-minute Tuesdays and 30-minute Thursdays. However, we will start off our special Saturdays with interviews every Saturday coming season 2, which is in approximately 60 days. In that 60 days, there will be a lot of improvements, such as a camera upgrade and most definitely a microphone upgrade. So, today in this show, we will talk about how Bitcoin is on a huge rise for many reasons. Um, Your average iPhone conspiracy speculations. And last but not least, I actually didn't write it down, but the Pentagon moves some like $3 billion over to funding the wall. Um, We'll also just touch on Brexit a bit, because there has been some news on Brexit. The Bitcoin, some of it's related to Brexit. If you're not familiar with Brexit, same here. Um, I know quite a bit, but most certainly not enough that I would consider myself an expert. I will read on it a bit, and I will do a bonus episode featuring Brexit. Brexit bonus. So, let's just get straight into it. Um... In the past 24 hours, Bitcoin has shot up like a bullet um, amid economic and geopolitical uncertainty. Now, this article that I wrote the script off said that it's amid the Brexit chaos. Now, Bitcoin rose just a bit above $10,000 US, which is around $13,400 Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So taking it back over the milestone which it fell behind after a mini flash crash at the end of August. Um, Other major cryptocurrencies also experienced a price boost, um, including Ethereum, Ripple, and Bitcoin Cash. As a 6% rise against the US dollar amounted to nearly 10% of the gains after the British pound, um, after turmoil surrounding Brexit, sent the UK currency into a freefall. Market analysts have previously predicted that Bitcoin will reach a, a reach record highs if the UK decides to leave the European Union without a deal. Now, if you're not familiar with Brexit, it's pretty much the United Kingdom wants to leave the EU. Now, so the economical the economic turmoil in Argentina combined with an escalating trade war between US and China, which everyone knows about. If you don't, you need to watch some previous episodes of Williams' podcast. Um, it helped to bolster Bitcoin's price, according to Marcus Swanpole, CEO of cryptocurrency firm Luna. After lackluster trading over the weekend, Bitcoin once against the market trend yesterday, quickly breaking through $10,000 levels US. Today was a more US-based episode. Um, It even reached $10,500, Swampole told The Independent. So today, today, the focus will be on the European and Brexit developments in the UK, as well as the pending crisis in Argentina after the Labor Day holiday in the US. All markets are open and we can expect to see volumes rising in what normally is the busiest trading month of the year as for everyone's got cash it's a good time of the year the uk is set to leave on october 31st um so just a day before season two comes out make sure you're really hyped for it it is going to be the best part ever right now is just a 
beta, I guess you could call it, of my podcast, where we just learn. I'm learning, okay, I don't know how to sync the audio with my voice on video, okay, I don't know how to make a website, going through a lot of struggles. Um, Through this date could be delayed if Parliament votes to block the possibilities of a no-deal exit, which is not what the UK is looking for. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said that said he plans to take the UK out of Europe in time for the Brexit deadline, with or without a deal. Don't like that idea. Um, if plans to block a no deal are passed, then Johnson will likely call for a general election before the Brexit deadline. I think this will be very, 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 very good for the currency, not cryptocurrency, the currency of Libra Facebook's currency. Um, such uncertainly, such uncertainty has seen the pound fall to, to its lowest level against the U.S. dollar since January 2017, Neil Wilson, chief market analyst at Markets.com said. The outlook for the sterling may well worsen if there's an election and will certainly deteriorate if there's a no deal. Um, the price of Bitcoin is notoriously volatile. Um, unstable and it's just it's horrible that's why a lot of people don't even invest in Bitcoin to begin with Um, it has seen a steady increase though throughout 2019 the price has nearly tripled um, in the price since the start of the year but still long it still has a long way to go to reach its top price of $20,000 that hit around late 2017, if you're not smart, which is fine, I'm not smart either. The prospect of an economically damaging Brexit, together with increased trade tariffs between the world's two largest economies, have helped to contribute to Bitcoin's resurgent price. If you're not familiar with that, China and US's trade war is becoming kind of insane. Some investors are even beginning to see the Cryptocurrency has a safe has safe having asset similar to gold and bonds. Um, bonds and gold is probably the safest thing. I would not recommend Bitcoin, perhaps, to be the most stable. It will keep your money safe in the sense where it will go up. But if you're looking for the short term, I wouldn't suggest it. Thanks to its um, finite supply, only 21 million Bitcoins will ever exist. And the fact relies on its borderless and decentralized infrastructure that is less prone to effects on a single country or market. Nicholas Gregory, so this is the CEO of blockchain firm Commerce Block, that recently told The Independent that Bitcoin had rediscovered its mojo in 2019 thanks to an increasingly unstable global economy. And for that, I thank you, Donald Trump, and I thank everyone else that makes our world a very crappy place. A no-deal Brexit could see a massive and unprecedented breakout, he said. Not only will a no-deal departure from the EU creating a turmoil and volatility (laughs) unstableness across the two major fiat currencies, it will also trigger an identity crisis for the global system as the continuity and vulnerability of a major global fiat currency is lied bare. So that's the end for Bitcoin. There's actually not too much more in the Bitcoin news, unfortunately, which is good because that makes a steady increase instead of a wishy-washy kind of line graph movement. 
forgot to mention guys if you are watching some on something like spotify or apple podcasts which you can you can go to aleemspodcast.com again a-l-e-e-m-s podcast.com aleemspodcast.com if you go into our episodes you will finally see all of our episodes that are recorded on video and were actually uploaded had some trouble in the past now for some classical forms speculations whatever it's coming from nathan pet john september 3rd 143 so i recorded this right now it is 7 35 as i am speaking so of course your phone is listening to you specifically apple phones um i really do want to see where this takes us this is a article from forbes um i am more or less reading this one not completely though um if apple's apology about employee snooping on private siri conversations is any indication on our device they're listening to in many more ways than we realize compared to previous eras nearly everything today is recorded and stored for posterity Computer science academics at Northeastern University conducted research with 17,000 of the most popular apps on Android, and as Gizmo, Gizmodo reported, apps were found to be recording iPhone screen, or sorry, phones screens, and sending information to out throughout third parties. Sorry for that focus little glitch. Um, I'm currently filming on an iPhone 6, as for camera does not work with this mic. This beautiful mic, though, man. Um, to be fair, the likelihood of every audio file of your conversation has been transmitted and transcribed in full and then analyzed and processed by an actual person is very low unless you are high profile, such as Donald J. Trump. Just saying. However, there's plenty of ways for algorithms and artificial intelligence to listen to you. Air quotes, if you're not listening on video, which you should, aleemspodcast.com. So, anyways, they use that data to target to you. So, they pretty much just skim all your data through AI and you know, artificial intelligence, and then they can give you proper ads. Well, we're well aware about popular audio audio triggers like Hey Siri or Alexa or G-O-O-G-L. Um, these sites and apps may also have hundreds or thousands of their own triggers used to store data points on when you say things and where you go for the past few decades they've used required what used to what you sorry my guys um what used to require tedious sleuthing has become automated and users have unwittingly given their free their information for absolutely free nobody reads the terms and conditions and if you have you're straight out lying to me unless it was very short and you were really bored because that's happened to me i'm not gonna lie um we really just want to log in and share with our friends. We don't want to spend hours on hours reading the terms and conditions and seeing, oh, really? Doing Facebook, I have to give my firstborn child away? What can you do? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. According to the Gallup research, 80% of the millennials place some or a lot of trust in companies that keep their data secure and are the generation of the most likely to say that their data is kept private. The truth is, you have no right to to privacy, and you probably never did. The second you click that accept, probably screwed. In fact, I've actually made one or two programs that it takes advantage of terms and conditions. So perhaps you did the famous, the literal famous old age challenge with the face app. Um, 
Then you deleted the apps out of concerns from many articles proving that it will take your data and photos, which it does. It was created by a tech company. The whole hashtag was created by a tech company so they can see when you were younger and older and then they would have millions if not billions i really like that number billions of users to comprehend data deleting it afterward does li very little to protect your privacy some companies even acquire defunct apps simply to access user data um if you've ever seen an instagram ad it's probably been a game app, therefore being a spoofing app. If you didn't know, when you're typing in a form, there's a certain line of code where when you're filling out your name, let's say you want to use an alias as PT, but then, or sorry, you're using your real name, let's say I do a lean, you exit that out, want to use an alias, do a PT. Now, someone else, they can write a line of code that they see a PT, and they will just block you from your site as for they know that you might not be legit. Um, Steve Wozniak actually said something about private data. I'm worried about everything. I don't think we can stop it though. So his advice to anyone who cares about their privacy is to figure out a way to get off Facebook. The problem is leaving any social platform does not erase the data or your network that has sh that you've already previously shared. Now, when I say Facebook, I do mean Facebook specifically, but all you millennial teenagers don't get confused. Facebook owns Instagram, Facebook also owns WhatsApp, and it is soon to make the beloved currency Libra. There is little, there is little recourse considering none of which is happening is illegal. Um, there is actually no laws or regulations against this. Just like chewing gum isn't technically legal guys, believe it or not. The way it works is it's not illegal. Now, if a cop were to prosecute with chewing gum and the court all passed it as a law, you would be innocent, but anyone else to chew gum would now be prosecuted. So you are good for now until they, I guess, decide to act on it. For example, Canadian's weed situation is very bad. If you search up Ontario weed, um, the first results will not be the government's weed. It will be illegal ones. Um, but they don't care because some of them pay tax money. That's just what I think. Don't, don't, don't quote me on that, right? Um, big data and AI algorithms deliver more than just ads. Technology companies use algorithms to target ads more effectively, and the more data they have, the more precise that the campaigns are. Um, this is one of the most biggest problems with advertisers. Um, this makes the ads m much more influential than the ads are for the general public. Um, machine learning has enabled algorithms to learn, adjust, and improve advertising targeting has enabled algorithms sorry, um, to a point where no human would understand or know exactly how targeting users can work. Um, more disturbing than that can possibly be a platform like that can decide to turn out voters for another side and we wouldn't even know about it. Now just back to the advertising point. A nightmare, uh, sorry, an advertiser's nightmare is to find out that I got a 3.5 billion, not dollar, but billion um, view amount, and not one of my customers saw it. Now, I'm advertising maple syrup only in Canada. Everyone in China saw it, but no one in Canada did. That is their nightmare. So they wanna make sure that they get it to the exact people that they need it to. For example, 
when Instagram is getting these um, ads, it's personalized to you. But more importantly, it's personalized not to you. Instagram knows, hey, this guy spends six hours on Instagram a day, which for some people is a reality. And I do not pride upon that. But they see that this guy is not, and he has a lot of money. Let me go advertise a Tesla to him. That is where the advertising money is. Um, we're gonna move over to the politics soon, but just to let you know, that is how it works. Um, they actually care about who you're not. Most data companies can actually find out if you're going to university right from the get-go. They see this guy spending six hours on Instagram day, this guy's spending three hours. Three hours gets into university, this guy's not. It's just statistics, and now they'll be able to use AI to decide who will go to university later on. Now that's just an estimate. Instagram's also only been up for six for six years, so they have no idea how a 12-year-old will go into university or not, because that is a lot more than six years. Ish. Um, now into Brexit. British, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has lost a crucial showdown in Parliament that puts his Brexit strategy into jeopardy and stoked more confusion about the, when the country will leave the European Union. A crest party alliance of MPs moved Tuesday to take control of the parliament agenda, setting the stage for another vote on Wednesday, which could see the MPs pass legislation that will delay Brexit until January 31st, unless a exit deal is approved beforehand. Mr. Johnson, who has vowed to take Britain out of the EU on October 31st, an ex um, without a deal in place, is now pushing for a snap election. And the 21 Tory MPs who voted against Mr. Johnson will be expelled from the party. The British pound also hit a three-year low on Tuesday, but lost nearly, nearly 20% of its um, face value since the 2016 referendum vote. Now we're going on to the Pentagon as we are hitting around. With all the editing, it will probably be 18 minutes, 20 seconds. I'm not sure. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper has authorized the diverting of 3.6 billion, billion, billion dollars in military construction to fund for 11 wall projects across the southern border, border with Mexico, according to the defense officials. And a letter from Esper to the Senate Armed Services Committee, which has been obtained by CNN. This is all coming from CNN, so it might be a bit biased on the left side. In his letter, Esper told Congress that he's determined that 11 military constructions projects along the international border with Mexico with an estimate of the cost of $3.6 billion are necessary to support the use of armed forces in connection with national emergency. We're gonna have to cut this here because we don't have too much time. My opinion on the border, Canada has one. I'm not gonna say anything more than that. Canada has a wall. Um, thank you guys for listening to William's podcast. Please, please stay tuned for season two. November 1st, or sorry, November 2nd is when it comes out. It will be a Saturday special with an interview. Um, I'm sending out a few emails soon. If you would like to be part of my interview cast, just email me at info at alimspodcast.com. There's a few emails to reach me at, but my Instagram handle is alimspodcast. There you'll find all my emails or alimspodcast.com. It's got some contact information. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.